Episode of I'm with RJ coming at you live from a beautiful setting. I think probably the best setting I've been in in terms of the cannabis industry in a while. Um, so very excited. Once again, we are still in Maine on our little road trip here. And today we are talking to Margaret DeMore from Seaweed Co. There we go. So where exactly are we? We're in South Portland. Yeah, we're in South Portland, Maine, right off the Maine Mall. Um, and we're right on the border of Scarborough. So we got a lovely marsh behind us. Totally. Really picturesque. Yeah, it really is. Um, is there uh, any any sort of reason that we that you guys picked this location in terms of, of, of positioning in the state versus, say, somewhere else? Is, is Scarborough um, got, got something that you guys liked? Or how did you come to the decision to be here? Um, you know, I'm not exactly sure how this plot of land was picked out. It was uh, mm. just a barren... Uh, plot before we started we broke ground on it um we're right next to the main mall which is definitely like a tourist destination area um we're also kind of close to uh 295 and Mm i-95 so right off the highway um it's kind of it's a really nice location and then you're also kind of removed from the city and it's uh brings a nice wilderness vibe to it totally yeah um would you say that sort of the the target audience here is is sort of the main mall and tourists, or is it sort of a, a demographic beyond that? What, what would you say is the the current customer base and also the goals for for seaweed? Not just tourists, but also locals. We've had uh, a good bit of people passing through, like on the east coast, people yeah. leaf peeping, people going up to Bangor. Yeah. So the regular amount of tourists that Maine gets. Uh, we are getting those tourists. But then we're also getting a lot of locals who may not be comfortable going into a medical store or may not have experience and want to just uh, dip their toes in the water and see what a dispenser even looks like. Yeah, and I think that's kind of an interesting point too because it's sort of, it seems like you guys have a sort of medicinal um, mindset within a recreational store. Is that that fair to say? Yeah, we are definitely an education-based dispensary. We want to provide our customers with not only uh, a general overview of what a cannabis is, mm-hmm. but also the best way to use it and the healthiest way to use it. And, and you guys are vertically integrated, right? Yes, we are. Yeah. Um, I think when we were the first vertically integrated store in Maine to be licensed. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It's um, It's got to have been pretty crazy the past couple of weeks. <laughs> like it's all it's been, right? It's like a few it's weeks. It's been at this crazy point. for the last couple of months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was hired on in January and got it. my colleague and I have been working hard to uh, license this place and make sure we uh, dot our I's and cross our T's. Totally. And so it's been, it's been a, a mess <laughs> until up until this point. And now I feel like I actually can sit back and, sit on the back deck and have a conversation. Yeah. Um, we have a fully functioning dispensary. Um, yeah. It's amazing, so, right? Yeah. <laughs> so now I feel like this is the calm. Totally. Now we're ready to start. Totally. Selling You're ready for the marijuana. next storm. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Totally. I, I was just over uh, visiting uh, uh, Gala and, and yeah. Matt over there and uh, uh, Matt's sort of take was the same. And it was like, uh, you know, life is sort of chaotic and, and obviously <laughs> trying to go and be an adult use 
first first actor in essence in in a new marketplace is going to be chaotic as well but the reward that's going to come out of that and and sticking through it and seeing you know both both gala on the shelf here obviously but then also seeing your your shop it must be just amazingly rewarding it is rewarding it's historical and monumental and yeah i think each of our staff members is they're we have some that just like get overwhelmed at the end of the day and they're like, I just sold weed all day and then got paid for it. Like it is just the nice job in the world, period. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. great job. It, yeah. It's also something that I think people don't realize about selling marijuana. So there's a lot of uh, back end work that has to be done. It's not it's not as simple as selling alcohol and it's not as simple as selling tobacco. So the most it's one of the most regulated industries in the world. It's very difficult to make sure we do this right. Totally. And that's what our goal is. Totally. To do it absolutely right. Yeah, it, it, it's so often lumped in with alcohol and tobacco, both from just like a vice perspective, which is clearly wrong. And Correct. then and then also from this sales perspective. And you know, having spent so much time in California, you know, it's to see the supply chain in California fail because the approach was like, well, this is just like liquor. We're just gonna distribute <laughs> We're going to buy weed from these growers. We're not going to pay them. And eventually somebody else will pay us and it'll all just work out. Right. Like that mentality clearly does not work. It does not seem like it's embodied here. No, definitely not. Um, um, so let's, let's take a little bit of a change. Of course, how did, how did the name seaweed come about? What I, and I by the way, I love the building. I love um, the fact that your exit bags are, 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 uh, what's the right craft paper color. Yeah. Right. And, and have, I have a purple logo on it. I, I they, like speaks to my heart. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, obviously a great pun. Um, but being here next to the sea, it is, uh, sustainability is very important to us. So not only do we have the craft paper bags, but our packaging is, uh, our plastic lids are made out of recycled plastic. Nice. And then the glass is ocean claimed glass. Yep. Um, so having a respect for the environment that we live on and as we cultivate this plant from the earth, like let's also take care of this plant from earth. And as an industry that can be, um, can create a lot of waste. We try to be mindful in all aspects to, yeah, keep trash out of the sea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I totally respect that. And I was, I kind of had a similar thought about that today. I was, I stayed out in old orchard beach. Yeah. And I was walking along the beach this morning, uh, smoking a joint. And I was um, thinking to myself sort of about the idea that, like, we are so obsessed with, like, is there life on Mars? and Is there water on this planet? And it's like, yo, motherfuckers, there's water right there. Like, you got to love and respect what you have, not be so focused on, like, what you don't have or what could be. Yeah. And, and we sort of live in the age of the Jetsons, but we don't really appreciate it, how out there our lives really are. And just walking on the beach, it's sort of like, this is what we should be sort of marveling at. And again, this setting here is sort of that, that same vibe. So I assume that you guys are sort of of that mentality of like, let's worry about what we have and take care of it and, and kind of go from there. Definitely. Um, our owner, Scott, he's also owns a organic uh, indoor greenhouse that cultivates tomatoes and basil and Got lettuce. Got um, so yeah, organic gardening and sustainable uh, farming is definitely important in the big picture. Totally. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Scott for a moment, if, if we can. Like, yeah. So I, I obviously took a look at the site, and it looks like he's got a really interesting background. Yeah, he does. Um, I, for one, am uh, happy to work for him. I'm awesome. somebody like him. Uh, he grew up in South Paris, Maine, so he's definitely a born and bred Mainer. Cool. Um, he's got that Maine businessman 
kind of ideals, but he's a great entrepreneur. Yep. Um, not only does he own Olivia's Garden, which is, I think, over 15 years, I think 16 years or something. Um, he also owns Evo Rock and Fitness, which is a local climbing gym just on the way. Cool. Um, so that healthy lifestyle, that wellness lifestyle is, shows up in each one of his companies. That's awesome. Yeah, he's just a really down-to-earth guy, and you probably wouldn't be able to pick him out in a crowd. <laughs> he just looks like you and me. Very cool. Yeah. Um, is he involved in, in the cultivation aspect as well? Or? Yeah. yeah. Yes, he is involved in cultivating. Cool, cool. Um, so kind of, kind of running from that in the vertical conversation, um, you know, what are the products that, that seaweed is going to put out and are you going to be distributing to other dispensaries? Are you currently doing that? And, and, yeah. and what does that look like? So we have, uh, we sell on the medical market and yeah. we also do third party processing. Got it. So we not only process for larger dispensaries, um, and fill cartridges for them, but we also process for smaller caregivers. Currently we do have some of our vape parts in another adult use store right now. The adult use market is very tight. There's a very tight amount of product to right. be moved Limited around. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so we just now got our first batch of sugar, yep. uh, but right now we've only been able to have uh, live resin cartridges and batter. Down the line, we will have distillate, diamonds, and we're even going to have uh, like syringes. Nice. Of, cool. uh, live resin. Yep. Um, we do sell those on the medical right now awesome yeah cool um and i think that that again that goes back into like the the staff the setup here it definitely has again a medical vibe to it yeah um but again it's it's adult use recreational and big quotes right <laughs> so um talk to me about about the staff i mean it, it, it seems like everyone here is well trained and, and also very confident in them themselves. I mean, is, is that um, something that you look for in hiring? Is that something that, that, that you guys do in, in terms of training? I mean, how, how did you create such a, what seems like homogenized staff from, from what I'm seeing? I mean, staff make me so proud. I'm like, couldn't, yeah. I'm just, it amazes me. Yeah. Um, didn't look, I mean, I, I feel like I didn't do it on purpose. Like I just got really lucky. Like honestly, like the, uh, this gentleman cleaning the glass right behind you doing his job wonderfully. Mm. Yeah. Um, he's been stuck with us through like months of, like I said, I was hired on in January. Right. So I talked to him in March right. and he got his IIC and continued with it through like this waiting game until yep. we were finally able to open. So people that were willing to stick with us and like, really care about this industry so that's probably the only like one quality i'm looking for is like yeah. do you have a passion for this yeah totally I, I always say you can take cannabis people and make them salespeople, but you can't take salespeople and make them cannabis people yeah and, and whether that's true or not i i, I like it so. yes no <laughs> I, right now we do not there's only maybe two or three people who have a background in cannabis yeah um a lot of people have done their own research and came to us with the knowledge that they that's obtained awesome on their own volition. Yeah. Yeah. And do you see any sort of training programs or things being put into place or are they currently in place to sort of sustain that as you guys scale? Because obviously totally. this is going to get crazy and you're going to need more people <laughs> and, and uh, hopefully that's not overwhelming you, but be prepared for success. Right. I mean, that's, no, that's, I that's mean, the goal, right? I think we, yeah, a hundred percent. We kind of already are successful. Yeah. Um, I guess have looked into training programs and there are a number of them out there. Yeah. In the end, I found it easier to write my own training program course, and course, provide yeah. it. That's what I would assume. Yeah. It's yeah. just, you, you know, what needs to be known. 
I've worked in a recreational dispensary before okay. and there was a, so I've already had this mentality of like over 21, like this very strict, strict rule base. Um, so I've definitely put that into my training platform. Sweet. Um, very cool. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned before we, we got on that you you had a background in Colorado. Is that where you worked in, in the market industry there as well in Colorado? Yeah, I started off at a small medical dispensary. And then I worked uh, in Manitou Springs, Colorado, which has two recreational dispensaries, which is just on the border of Colorado Springs, which does not have any recreational dispensaries. Totally. Yeah. Um, and that's an interesting sort of segue, like in terms of regulations and, and, and red tape and metric and all the madness that that's <laughs> that comes with that uh um what's been sort of the biggest challenge in in, in getting open and, and staying open and compliant and, and getting getting people with with their medicine being flexible has been a challenge just to be able to drop everything we're doing and change courses mm. like pump the brakes on this we're <laughs> doing this and just without any rhyme or reason uh kind of feeling blindsided yeah the biggest challenging has been um, branding and labeling. Uh, we've just had a big project we just had to undertake of stickering. Like, oh my God, it's got to be like 10,000 cartridges. Wow. We have to put a sticker over yeah. our mermaid. So it was deemed um, appealing, appealing to children. To children. Yeah. I was like, what is it? An old appealing to children. <laughs> yes, appealing to children. As I was given a sidebar was given a little alcoholic beverage and a cute little bottle like this that didn't say that it contained alcohol anywhere on it right doesn't have anything cr but yeah it's so, the uh, the hard sodas of the world that confuse me when it when we think about like appealing to children versus like like you said it doesn't even say alcohol yeah it just says you're not your dad's soda it's like well then it must be my soda or it like, has a freaking cartoon character right. on it for crying out loud i mean seriously um yeah yeah, the the regs and and sort of the 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 newness to like what is going to be appealing to children yeah. are deemed that way. It's it's, it's such a uh, interesting challenge. I was commenting on this earlier is that like having seen this sort of in California and now seeing it and, and then seeing it in Massachusetts a little bit and now seeing it here, it's sort of uh, interesting how everything is so cyclical. Like there's this rush to get products into the market. A lot of products fail because they're not up to standard. Yeah. So the market is the supply chain is very limited and it's tight. And then it becomes, can you form the right relationships with people to, to continue to just basically be stakeholders in each other's business and, and grow together. Right. Yeah. And, and it seems like that's what the shop is kind of is looking for is more um, collaborators than, than, than suppliers. Yeah, is that fair to say? A hundred percent. We've had a, a grower of the week for the past three weeks and it's a different grower each time. Right. Uh, we definitely celebrate main growers and cultivators yeah. and, want this to be a platform for people to speak and see what Maine has to offer as far as cannabis. Totally. Um, how many people a day just off the top of your head do you think you're seeing? Depends on what day it is. It's <laughs> anywhere from um, 250 to 600 probably. So 250 is the low end. That's not bad. Not bad no, it's not. And that's, I'll say that's transaction. So, sure. and people come in groups. Yep. So that might be actually like more like, a thousand people, 300, to, yeah, yeah, 300 yeah, yeah. to 600 to yeah. 700. Yeah. 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 Um, that's awesome. Good amount of people. Um, do you, do you feel like you guys will, um, sort of, 
you have what it takes, I guess, to, to stay ahead as, as more as more licenses come out. You feel like this is hundred uh, percent. I mean, the the building is beautiful. The team's great. The product seems great. I mean, it seems like you guys you guys have a winner here. Yeah, I, I think so. I yeah. mean, I've never been in a dispensary that looks like this or yeah. look acts like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't see how we could and yeah. succeed. So, somebody, I think I was talking to Ryan inside from yeah, your team, and, and yeah. he was mentioning that uh, the building was designed. And you said this was a vacant plot of land. So, I mean, you, you made the building look this way, obviously. Like, yeah, yeah, this was uh, designed by a couple of female architects out of California. Awesome. Um, worked with a local architect here. Yeah. Um, the wood is the bud bar uh, is all main ash. Oh wow! Those tables are also solid wood, and they were made in Brunswick. Okay. Um, so the wood is actually from Maine. Yeah, a lot of thought and care went into this building. The ceiling uh, is—they had a sound engineer come in, so that's why, like, when you're in there, even though it's this giant space, yep. it sounds like we're just talking like this. Yeah. I mean, I was I was sitting there looking up and. Um... I almost I, it, this place is so perfect for like events and stuff. Oh yeah, um, and, and hopefully you know there will be a time where you can do events again, both with COVID and obviously regulation being able to have events in here. But I mean, again, such a beautiful uh, place to come and, and buy your cannabis. I mean, yeah. I think you guys really seem to have been again taken uh, sort of every every angle in, into consideration here, which is super cool to see. And again, in a a new market, if you will, even though Maine obviously has a very rich history. So <laughs> yes, it yeah. does. Um, okay. So uh, let's do some shout outs, social medias. Where can they find you? Where's the menu? All that good stuff. Um, our social media, our website is seaweedmaine.com. Where you can look at our online menu. There's a bunch of cool stuff on there. There's even a jelly cam. Yep. You can look at some live jellyfish. <laughs> so please. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Well, Margaret Tamora from Seaweed Co. in Maine here. Thank you so Thanks, much for RJ. your time. I really appreciate it. <laughs>